Stay connected at UrbanMusicReport.com for the hottest music features and videos, fashion reports, sports stories, entertainment news, and technology updates at UrbanMusicReport.com. Stay connected. Good afternoon and welcome to RCR Presents Real Discussions. I'm your host for today, Michelle Dorsberg. I missed you guys. I've been gone a little bit. Yeah. Um, my last show was on the 1st of May and I was not here because I was in the Bahamas on a cruise having my having a good time, getting my life. So I was on the Tambor Tribe cruise. We had a wonderful time, but I'm back and this is live. Hi, welcome everybody. First of all, I want to thank everybody that's been supporting the show. You guys see me in the streets. You inbox me, you text me, you tell me, hey, I watch your show. I think it's really great so thank you keep keep supporting us as we continue to do and bring innovative conversations to the table today we are going to talk about kids or people too that's my topic um as a mom um you know how, how i feel about my son hi christopher shout out to christopher and i'm always trying to think of ways to empower and enlighten his young mind um and so today's topic is kids or people too and we're going to talk about programs that help stimulate kids minds and even though the for us in the South, the school year is about to wrap up. This is their last week of school coming up, really, this Thursday and Friday. But there is some school still going on in other parts of the country. So um, hopefully this information, we can start to embody it now, apply it during the summer, and introduce it to the next school year. But, yeah, we'll talk about more of that in just a second. So a little bit about Real Chicks Rock. It's all designed to empower women through um, various different things. We empower, we inspire, we motivate women through community service. We do it through our t-shirt and apparel line. We do it through community service and public speaking, and we do it through the arts. And lately, this has been my love because we've used media to have discussions to talk about things that are very important to us. We take a lighter side. Sometimes we talk to DJs and we talk about what inspires them, and then we take it to issues that impact our children, women, our communities, as a whole, right? So today I got a couple of guests. Hmm. One is a returning person. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this is the first time I've had Val with uh, Facebook Live and everything. But yes. yeah, so you're going to have to speak up into because she's soft spoken and very nice and polite and everything. So Val is a returning person and she's brought Kristen with her. But we're going to talk. So um, Val, tell the people who you are and a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Valeria Vincent. Mm -hmm. The kids call me Miss Val. Yes, Miss Val. And um, I actually own a company called The Val Liaison. Mm -hmm. And I am a family academic manager. Mm. And what that entails is I actually tutor kids, but I do a little bit more than just tutor. I actually keep busy parents in touch with the schools and their children mm. as far as academics are concerned. And okay. so I um, make sure that the school knows exactly what's going going on with the, the, the child and the family mm -hmm. and the, and vice versa. The parents are aware of what's going on with the with that school. So Okay. Just keep everybody on on track. On track, and this is like after school primarily. No, you offer I, this. I have. Um, I actually have. Well, in the fall, I have five scholars that I'll be learning coaches for mm. for a virtual school. Nice. And um, in the evenings, that'll be my, that's my day gig. Okay. And in the evening, I, I'll tutor. Um, some separate clients. Okay. And so right now I've got a lot of people knocking at my door to help and nice. um, I'm, my, I've hit my ceiling. So I am looking for certified teachers to, if they're ready to come out of the classroom. Say that to the people. What are you yeah. looking for? I'm looking for certified teachers, especially <laughs> those that are good in English language arts and math. Mm. Um, to, if you're ready to come out of the classroom, you all can give me a holler. Um, all my information is on the Real Chicks Rocks page. So. All right. Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk more about that. That's yes. good to know. Yes. Good to know. Yes, yes. And Val, who did you bring with you today? I have a very good friend of mine, um, Mr. Kristen Monroe, and he has created a wonderful, wonderful um, organization, and I'll let him talk more about Come it. Come on, Kristen. Tell us. Hi, Kristen. Welcome. I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, as she said, my name is Kristen Monroe. Yes. Um, I'm a police officer, currently a police officer in the metro Atlanta area. Mm -hmm. um, and I came up with First is Alternative. 
And Versus Alternative pretty much is a program that um, we try to get kids involved um, through trending means. Mm -hmm. You know, kids are all about what's trending today and so so on and so forth. So um, I don't, I never want to be a person to try to make a kid do something they don't want to do this in the third. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to figure out a way to... Uh, combine the old and the new okay. to where that you know it, it attracts kids to where that that's, that's something they really want to do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying rather than uh, just, just them. yeah exactly just lead them to the water yeah. have them you know decide what they want to do from that point so, okay um, that's pretty much the, the program and adjust um, mm-hmm. and go more depth into it it's just diff- different games you know you go into the household now a lot of kids they don't know what Monopoly is they don't mm-hmm. know what hungry hungry hippo is. right they or sorry or sorry or trouble exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so those are just some of the board games, and then you have chess, and and um, and then there's debate teams. And, yes. And you know, just a, there's a, there's a broad scope. But, okay. Um, that's what we want to do is try to bring them two together. Now let me ask you this, Kristen. By you being a police officer, you see a lot of things. Do you find that a lot of the youth are getting in trouble for the littlest of things? I mean, I, w- I kind of want to understand what sparked this for you. Are you a dad yourself, or no? I don't have any kids. Okay. I have a younger brother. Okay. Um, that I, you know, I, I try to invest as much time as I can. Understood. I work about sixty-five hours a week. Wow. Between you know various things, this program yes. and my regular work schedule. Yes. So I'm really busy, um, but. Um, what brought it about was my own up, my own upbringing mm-hmm. and w- what my own experiences in life. Um, mm-hmm. When I was younger, I, you know, I was a kid that you know was a little bit, uh, I guess, unchained and mm, was, a know, little wayward, Christian. Yeah, you know, <laughs> skip, no, not anything too terrible. Not bad, but, you know, too bad. Too not too terrible, but um, you know, skipping class okay. and doing other kind of things. All right. Talking back to standard third, I pretty much felt like I was an adult, even mm-hmm. though I was only 14, 15 years old. Okay. And um, um, my mom moved me from the Newton County area to the Stone Mountain area and when I moved um, I ended up going to this comic book shop which is which was formerly Dragon's Horde it's not there anymore now it's at North Lake North DeKalb Mall called Challengers Games and Comics okay but um, pretty much you know during my youth I came in contact with people there um, I had friends that I went that I went to school with that got involved in crime you know serious crime um, some that have been killed some of that are arrested and mm. I just noticed that in the rift of um, going into that comic book shop and involving myself with some of those people there um, I you know I I spent a lot of time there mm-hmm. and not spending a lot of time in the streets. Good. I didn't get caught up with some of the friends that I had that were in the streets. Right. And so they ended up going down one path and ended up going down another. And mm-hmm. I just I just noticed that with that, you know, parallel looking at those two timelines of groups of friends and how they went in different directions. Yeah. And of course nothing's set in stone. Right. But right. you know, just overall the percentages yes. you know were better with the people that I grew up with going into comic book shops. So and just just um, so I just felt, you know, me being a police officer and the amount of youth that I arrest mm-hmm. on a weekly and monthly yes. basis, it just it just kind of got to the point to where I was like, OK, well, maybe if I can take some of the experience that I had in my life and put it on the table for some right. of these kids to where they can get themselves involved in some of this stuff. And like I said, it's not force feeding anything. It's yeah. just another option for kids to where, you know, we're willing to come and teach you, we're yes. willing to show you, we want to try to put together events so you can just come out, have right. a good time. Um, and hopefully the same way I got, you know, I, I, I got latched onto mm-hmm. it. Hopefully it will grab hold of some of those kids and, you know, they'll just they'll occupy the times with something a little bit, a little bit more uh, positive. Mm-hmm. So. Now, what was the age group when you how old were you when you walked into this comic comic store? Comic book I was store? 14 when I started going. That's there. right around the time where that's and that's really the age, age. when things start getting serious. For yeah. Kids. That's when they have to start really making decisions on, you know, about 
what direction they're going to go in. I'm not really sure of as far as the educational standpoint, but from from a police officer standpoint, we really start dealing with the youth around middle school, early mm-hmm. high school. That's mm-hmm. really the age to where they're soaking in all that information, mm-hmm. the information that they get from their peers, information that they get from their parents, information that they get from social media. They're soaking it all in like a sponge. So if I can just give them some information, if I can give them something to soak in mm-hmm. at that age as positive at that age, then hopefully something will grab hold. Mm-hmm. Does the does the um, police department allow you to intercede in some cases with some of the kids that are arrested to introduce them to this option, well, to this program? Our, our particular police department, we have um, youth programs okay. that get involved. Um, but uh, I just... I just wanted to do something on my own. I wanted to do something on my own. And more in, it's it's more personal with the program Mm -hmm. that I have as far as how I'm presenting it, how, you know, and me being, you know, the creator, I can, it it can go in the direction that I would like it to at the pace that I would like it to. Okay. Okay. So now you have kids. How many kids are, do you, I'm sorry, children in the program? How many children do you have in the program already today? Right now, we're at the very, we're, we're at the, just a little bit past the inception stage. Gotcha. Okay, we're, we're trying to basically get this information out there, get a, get feedback from um, the general populace. We're trying to get into a school, and um, we've also, we've done... Um, um, Streets Atlanta Alive, Streets mm-hmm. Alive Atlanta, and a couple other things. So we're just, like I said, when I was, when I was doing it, doing it at our pace. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I've, I've got a lot of other things going on, but I'm trying to invest as much time as I can into this thing here, mm-hmm. and hopefully, um, with the support of others, um, parents, their kids, and so forth, it will grow. So, okay. but we're just we're just pacing ourselves out. All right. Now. So tell me about the program. I'm going to give you the first year. What, one of your early recruitments, my son. Okay. Um, he's nine. Is that appropriate age, or you want them a little older? What's your age demographic um, for the kids? With any type of organization, you have a you have your target you have your target you know uh, focus group mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, I would like for it to be all ages. Okay. Everybody come. Um, primarily, I'm trying to get it at the ages of anywhere from 12 to 17. Okay. Um, but we're willing to show anybody. Okay. Any, any, so at any age, you know, but um, just just at that age, the, the really, uh, you know, uh, that age where hormones start kicking in mm-hmm. and there's just so much that goes on with a child mm-hmm. when they start hitting around that 12, 13, yeah, 14 Yeah, a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. So, mm-hmm. um that's the ideal age. Okay. But if, if your son's willing to get in the program, I'd definitely be willing to sit down with him. <laughs> so let me give you another example. So we have somebody, he's 12. You got a couple of, is it that it's young men primarily, not necessarily for young girls that might be struggling in that age? You really want to focus on the guys? Well, genders, they, they both have their own different challenges. Mm-hmm. But um, males primarily, in my experiences, and I'm kind of... Um, uh, piggybacking off of my police experience right. when I bring it into the program right. is that a vast majority that I've dealt with are males. Okay. Vast majority of them that I dealt with are males, and they've got their own agendas, or their own reasons behind what are some of the things that they're doing. Okay. Whether it's to, to, you know, it could be out of dire straits and harsh, you know, living environment at home. It mm-hmm. could be from, it could be from. Uh, just bad peer pressure, mm-hmm. hanging with the wrong people. It mm-hmm. could be from, uh, I just want to impress a girl. Mm. It, it, there's, there's a lot of different reasons. reasons. But out of, I'm not primarily dealing with males. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're in the program. Tell me, how does this program work or start? How does it work? How do we do this? Well, what we want to do is um, we're working up to is something I'm trying to do as well in North Cap Mall is to get a location. Okay. We want to get a location. If we're able to get a location, then we would really be able to 
um, you know, start uh, pushing out, you know, as far as information and so on and so forth. Like I said, right now we're just in the stages of giving giving people an understanding of what the program is, mm-hmm. um, getting it out there for people to understand what it is we're trying to do mm-hmm. so that when we do have the launch, hey, this is where the location is, this is where we're holding the events. We've done a, we've done a couple of tag-along things okay. with others to try to set up tables, mm-hmm. get people introduced into some of the things, but the plan is to get a location. And then once we get a location, it's going to be, we're going to try to get people, kids involved to where they kind of compete against each other. Mm-hmm. And what you would have is we would try to create a league. Um, and then in that league, of course, you would have teams, teams of five. And then all out of the teams of five, we try to create a, a network of competition Okay. in the different programs that we'll have, which is uh, gaming. Um, we, we wish to grow to getting involved in so media um, and music mm-hmm. and then just create competitions and so on and so forth between it so that and then have it on social media so that people can see mm-hmm. and then we can have it to where the viewers can actually judge yeah. and have a, a feedback in on you know what they think X, Y, and Z and it, like I said it'll just it'll get the kids involved in something okay. to get, put that energy to good use so you've taken traditional board games and you've put a spin on them it's so close. to speak or no um, it's not necessarily traditional board games putting a spin on it but what we're trying to do is direct it like for example with this we're trying to um, if you look, this is a uh, it's a it's a tre- it's a chess board set, okay. but it's um, the figures are actually uh, transformers. Mm-hmm. So we're just trying to you know if you look at chess and you look at the pieces, mm-hmm. you know for a kid who's twelve, thirteen, fourteen, it may not have that appealing uh, that initial appealing pull. Right. to bring them in right but if they see something that they can relate to mm. then hopefully that would allow me to sit down and draw their attention in long enough to teach them the game and, and okay. have an understanding of it and maybe it'll be something they would like to do okay. you know just we're just like I said before we're just trying to bring them some old and new mm-hmm. but with you know ways that would appeal to a child right. at this age if like you see that like um, for example there's I've seen a lot of things on social media where teachers and so on and so forth, they're trying to, um, I guess, alter how they deliver mm-hmm. their information mm-hmm. to the students mm-hmm. in order to... To, to reach them. Just to make it, make, mm-hmm. make it interesting to, to bring them in. Yeah. And so with that being said... We're just trying to figure out different ways mm-hmm. to, to bring the kids in. Now, Val, how have you, um, you being a part of this, what have you seen as some of the outputs of this this different type of gaming or introducing gaming a little differently? Well, when we did, um, a couple of weeks ago, we did um, the Washington Park Jamboree mm. with, with uh, the Belt Line, Atlanta Beltline and um, Atlanta Contact Point Play Day. And um, the children... They we had actually we sat out the um, one of the one of the tabletop games called Hero Clicks. Mm-hmm. We sat that out, and the kids were really they they, they gravitated to the the pieces because okay. they're actual pieces of the the pieces look like they would be chess pieces, chessboard pieces, but they're they're Marvel and DC comic <laughs> figures, and so um, we were giving away some of the the figures that. Um, that we had, and I made to make it interesting and to bring the the, the reading into it, the, the academic part into it. They had to we had a stack of cards that matched the figures, mm-hmm. but we had this huge box of the figures, so mm-hmm. they had to find the figure and match it with mm-hmm. the the card yeah. in order to be able to take one home. <laughs> so you know they had to read, and some of them wanted to read all of the cards and and find out which one had better superpowers than the other, and mm-hmm. and um, some of them just saw you know they saw their outfits and said, oh, it's a cool Cool outfit, mm-hmm. and um, went for that one. But yeah, it was it, that that right there, that sparked an interest, and in not only in the kids, but there were a group of men that came by. Wow! And they took an interest in the the game as well. Right, right. And that was to me that was huge because they're, they're dads, and they number one they were there, mm-hmm. they were right. present, right. 
And number two, they were asking, and they may have been asking for themselves, mm-hmm. but, you know, to find out more information for themselves. Mm-hmm. But, um, and Chris can, Chris can tell more about that, that the, the conversation he was having with those, the, the, the gentlemen that stopped by. But the kids were really, really eager to, to, to know something about this new game mm-hmm. because, and it had nothing to do with a computer, had nothing to do with the gaming console. Right, right. Um, but everything to do with listening and, and learning how to follow the directions of mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. Chris, do you have a target area or neighborhood that you would primarily want to concentrate your gaming um, concepts with? Um, I don't necessarily have a, a specific target area. Okay. Um, like I said, we want to set up this. We want to set up a location first. Okay. We really want to set up a location first, and then that's 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 what we want to do. We want, and then we we want to. Um, um, I guess. Well, I guess we do have a target area mm-hmm. actually. Um, probably more uh, higher crime volume. Okay. Um, we want to go to those areas okay. and see if we can get some of the kids that are, like I said, if they have you know idle time, if they mm-hmm. got the time, if they're mm-hmm. willing to just sit down and see what we have, and if if that's just enough to get them involved. You know, rather mm-hmm. than being outside mm-hmm. doing some things that they, you know, shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. If we can get them into the program and get them involved in. Um, Is that I, in Atlanta? Is that going to be like in the Atlanta area or maybe southwest Atlanta or Decatur? Or where do you think you would want, if you could have your first one location, well, where would that be? Well, like I said, ideally, it's, it's, it's looking like it's going to be North Cal Mall right now. Okay. That's what that looks like where we are primarily focused on. I have a longtime friend. Okay. Um, his name is Tony Cade, who owns that Challengers Games and Comics. Nice. He's there at North Cal Mall. Okay. I'm, that's the guy who was the Dragon's Horde mm-hmm. that was on Memorial Drive that I went to in 14. Wow. He's still doing it. And um, so I'm pretty much trying to start there. Okay. And, um, and you know, just uh, bring it all together. Mm-hmm. Bring it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already got the, the, the layout where it's, you know, in a comic book store, you don't see a lot of the traditional games and things that you mm-hmm. might see at a Walmart or um, any other Toys R Us. So there, there's a lot of different things there. And I think it's just an exposure thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of kids are being exposed to a lot of this stuff. Right. And there's an overwhelming amount of things on social media that's, I think, is detrimental mm. to um, to the youth. So right. if we can just try to balance it out by exposing the kids to something else. Yes. And hopefully get them hopefully get them drawn into it. We can show them that there are things in media, there are things in music, there are things in uh, gaming. There's there's a lot that be, can, can be taught. You mm-hmm. know, in gaming, you can teach them coding. Right. In media, you can teach them production. You know, and then, and then I mean, and like even with the comic book shop, you, you're reading. Right. And then, like I said, by creating a league, you create competition, which is the same concept where you have after-school programs as far as football and baseball mm-hmm. and basketball. Mm-hmm. Of course, those are, you know, those are mainstream sports that you can go on to you know, be a millionaire instead of third. But while you're in that program, while you're still in high school, it's teaching you, um, it's teaching you uh, how to collaborate with others, how mm-hmm. to you know, cooperate, how to problem solve and how to find out what your strengths and weaknesses are, how yes. to be a team player. Yes. And so on and so forth. So the same concept, um, with this program here, not everybody's gonna be a sports athlete. Everybody's right. not gonna get that scholarship to go to whatever school they want to go to full ride. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, um with this program here, we're trying to um bring up some new things and then insert ourselves in some things that are already there mm-hmm. and just try to make it to where it's something that kids would would be drawn in by. Okay. And so okay. that's what we're trying to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to talk about more about how we bridge that gap with the old and the new, mm-hmm. The uh, how social media is so important, how we can use it for good. Um, talk a little bit more about the program and where you want to see it in the next couple of months and we're going to talk more to Val about things that she's doing as well. So when we come back we'll talk more about Kids Are People too, programs that help stimulate their minds. See you. 
Stay connected at urbanmusicreport.com for the hottest music features and videos, fashion reports, sports stories, entertainment news, and technology updates at urbanmusicreport.com. Stay connected. Hi, guys, and we are back. This is part two of RCR Presents Real Discussions. I'm your host for today, Michelle Dosbert. Today's topic is kids are people, too. We're talking about programs that are designed to help stimulate uh, kids in these different programs and areas that they may be struggling in. I have uh, two great people today. Val and Kristen and hello (laughs) yes and um, uh, Kristen was telling us all about um, versus alternative right Mm -hmm. Um, before we took our break and I just want to I'm going to this is where I'm going to inject a compliment I'm going to do it again so hold on Um, Chris is a police officer and and unfortunately or fortunately we are in times where a lot of police officers have been getting bad raps we we totally understand that every police officer is not a bad cop and you are representing the good side so I'm thankful for you to take this time out of your busy schedule to be here and to show our community a positive side of what somebody who's in law enforcement every day is carving out pieces of his of his life to give back Um, the fact that you're not a parent but you have a a special connection with your brother you want to make sure that he and other kids his ages his age are not being in the hands of the law, right? So you're creating this opportunity um, of gaming. Um, It's taking something that we've done traditionally, maybe putting a different spin on it, but really um, your infatuation or love with comics at the time you were 14 kind of enlightened you and took you out of some what could be some bad situations you weren't a bad kid but you saw a change a shift in your thinking your behavior and now you want to pass that on to other kids so for that I want to say thank you thank you for doing that and giving back to the community Um, when we left we talked about um, your passion about this and how um, some of the pieces reflect some of the things that kids like today like like superheroes or Marvel comics or things like that and everybody that knows chess is a very forward-thinking board game if you will right because it's me against the other person my opponent I have to figure out what particular what what their moves are going to be I have to counteract on that move and that type of thing and we don't really put a lot of emphasis on it but it is a lot of analytical thinking strategic strategic thinking some people feel that it helps kids with math and or science because of that so by you introducing that that's a great idea during the break we we had an opportunity to talk some more um and again you, you mentioned the YMCA, and you don't want to be that way. Mm-hmm. I think it's just maybe a point of reference so people could understand that your your full-time goal, your, your big goal ideally is, because it's in the early stages and we, get, we got that, and you're targeting areas that have maybe the most um, opportunities or challenges with teenage kids, primarily boys, right? No disrespect to the young ladies, but we're focusing on the guys because that's where you feel you can connect the most at this time with with this opportunity. So it looks like it's going to be North DeKalb Mall for those people that are in that area, um, and you're building that. And we were talking about, you know, if it could be paired to something today, it would feel similar to a YMCA, but it's not because you got some other elements that you want to introduce in conjunction to the alternative gaming, right? Yeah. So tell me about this. I think it was something like a cafe or something you were talking about. Yeah. Um, in reference to uh, the YMCA comparison, yes. it's going to be kind of like a... Um, uh, YMCA, but it's it's going to be more directed towards um, just three primary things. It's mm-hmm. going to be towards um, media, gaming, mm-hmm. and uh, music. Mm-hmm. And then with that, we want to create a league with that where the kids compete in those different things. You know, there are a lot of kids that see these artists on social media and mm-hmm. see them making music. Right. Don't really know how they make the music, but you know, they can be taught how to uh, make the music, okay. how to make the how to 
how to do the beats and, and also there's you know positions behind the background right. as far as you know you actually need somebody to to direct the music video or um you know work the work the turntables mm-hmm. as far as music whether it's uh, on a production level or whether it's like a djing type thing or, right so i mean and then you know create competition within those things okay and then uh, like i said allow the viewers and others who come to um observe and so on and so forth to vote and you know and mm-hmm. like i said make it a competition type thing okay and um I'm, like, uh, as far as the gaming goes um one of the one of the biggest games that um We've seen skyrocketing within the last three years from 2014 is a game called League of Legends. Mm. And another one that recently just came out was Overwatch. Okay. You know, those are console games. I understand, well, you know, parents are thinking, well, you know, my kids are already honed in on that. But right. this is trying to bring the kid outside of the home and mm-hmm. to interact with other kids mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who have that same uh, interest. Right. You know and... and even the kids that I get involved with, and, and you know, I, fortunately, I have to, I can't come in contact with them for negative reasons. I try to sit, I try to have conversations regardless of whether I have to do my job or not. Okay. I try to have conversations and talk to them, and I, I don't see many kids not not interested in media or interested in gaming. Or mm. interested. So what, what I'm trying to say is, is that you know, on the spectrums of good and bad or whatever you want to, you know, as far as you know, children go. They have a lot of interests that are, that are similar. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So if we can just bring that to them, and then show kids, show kids tend to they'll flock to what they see other kids right. doing. That's correct. So if, if if they see a kid that's involved in something, and, and it, hopefully it's somebody that's close to them or somebody they look up to or whatever case may be, right? And they have an interest in it, then it will kind of pull that other kid in mm-hmm. you know hopefully it'll just it'll just be like uh i don't know mm-hmm. contagious right yeah. so the social media aspect tell me how you think you guys are going to kind of work that in because we are a very social media well, society well social media savvy it would, it would be more along the same lines of what we're doing right here like this right now With the line? you know <laughs> um you know do stream those competitions live. Okay. Um, we've already uh, created uh, uh, jerseys. Mm. Where the kids Team jerseys? Team jerseys. And um, where they would uh, actually be able to put those on. And then it would give them that teammate, that competition feel. Nice. Just like a basketball player when they get on the court. Nice. They would have their own jersey, their own number. And then mm-hmm. we would try to keep it a little... Look a little, little different, like kind of like um, forever the Nick Cannon show Wildin' Out, right, right, where they have their own, or for gamers who are in the gaming world, they have their gamer tags. So not wouldn't be necessarily your name, but it would be your gamer your tag. tags, yeah. And then that way, it would give the kid the feel of. You know, part of something. Mm. A lot of times, kids, they you know, they want to be a part of something. Yeah. And so that would get. I, I'm. That's that's my goal is to create something that kids would feel a part of. So you you were, you mentioned that you know North DeKalb Mall or you know that area is your target area, but ideally, the goal would be to have this cafe right where it's you said as you said it's a circular thing like everything feeds into it, right? So tell me a little bit more about that concept. Well, the cafe would pretty much be the location, as I was telling you, versus alternative. Mm. Versus alternative is pretty much the broadcast, mm-hmm. the outreach mm-hmm. program. Right. Get into the schools, um, do programs at the park. Right. And do programs at any of these other uh, nonprofit locations mm-hmm. to get to to get kids to understand what it is that we have. Right. And, um, like I was saying, North Carolina Mall, we would have an actual location to where they could come. It would be more of a gaming cafe. Mm. They could come, eat, um, socialize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, it would be a lot of uh, Facebook Live, a lot of streaming, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, Snapchat, so on and so forth, to where others would be able to see them. Because mm-hmm. you know, they're all into that now anyway. But just to give them a platform to show what I'm a part of. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
like I was saying before, with the after-school program with kids. And that's what we eventually want to grow to, is to have a after-school program. Yeah. And to where the kids are not... To just like I said, to just to occupy as much of their yeah. time as possible. Mm-hmm. If you get, if you, I don't, I don't, man, uh, I don't minds, I don't hands, and they going they yeah. find something to do. Yeah. So if you can just give them something to do to, to occupy right their time, time, hopefully then it'll it will it'll, it'll push them in a in a positive direction. It will. And and one thing I want to suggest that you um, <clears throat> start seriously consider like-minded people to help you run these uh the run the cafe the alternative side because it's going to take off and you can't be everywhere so you're going to have to have some prototypes people and they could be even youth they could be mature kids that may have come up in the gaming uh, environment or want to impart positive gaming practices and get kids involved just as passionately as you do so that you can have satellite locations because it's it's going to take off you know um, once people hear about it and know that you know just from a space and logistics perspective you you know you're going to probably outgrow your first location so start thinking about what are the requirements of people that you would want to have to wear that shirt to be a part of your team so that this can really be a sensation especially in the areas where we have a lot of high crime by our youth right because yeah, they're looking for something to do you see it all the time and if we can put them in a positive space where they could take all of that energy that they would use to do something in mischief to beating somebody on the game board then that's what's up that's where they're really a champion in doing it that way and it shows the leadership skills that you and I talked about offline the team building everything else you know that they need and I'm, th- I'm glad that you said that but and that's also another thing to, mm-hmm. to make it to where the team actually has a leader on right the team. right and you know just just give that feel like I said we're 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 taking some things that are that are old, mm-hmm. combining with some things, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and we're just trying to um, get the, just like you have a team captain on a football team or whatever the case may be. Yes, we're doing the same thing here. Right, absolutely. I've I've been stingy with my guests. I'm sorry. I do that periodically. For those of you that want to call in and ask questions, please call us at four seven eight five six nine six four seven four. That's four seven eight five six nine six four seven four. So Val, you said in your intro, yeah, I heard you. You said something about virtual learning, right? Talk to me a little bit about that. Is that the new wave, the new sensation? It is what they what falls under the heading of school choice. School and, choice. Yeah, so you have your traditional public schools. You mm. know, of course, you have your private schools, and um, you also have charter schools. Mm-hmm. You have um, virtual charter schools as well, and you have also homeschooling. There's right. a di- there's slight difference between virtual schools and homeschooling. Okay. Um, with the virtual schools, the there the ch- children have the students have an actual teacher. They're assigned a teacher who has a class um, her class may be of, uh, of 100 students versus 30 mm. students mm. because she's not in a, a brick and mortar setting right. um, however um, she'll meet with the, her class once a day or um, several times during the week mm. um, via um, a, a FaceTime platform on the laptop okay. or tablet Okay. and so um but the, the children are actually given their assignments. Um, they can and they can actually work at their own pace. Right. They're given their assignments. The lessons that the teacher brings to them may relate to where they are. She may be a little bit ahead of where they are um, in their their actual curriculum, or she or she may be a little bit behind. Just depending on where each student is. But right. each student is working at, at like I said at their own pace. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, as far as the virtual schools, there are four um, virtual schools in the state of Georgia. Really? There is um, Georgia Connections Academy, which is the one I'm associated with mm-hmm. as a learning coach. Um, Marcellus was a student there, and then mm-hmm. I have two other students that I worked with this past year that are students at um, Georgia Connections Academy. Um, then there's also K-12, which is another platform that, just, that is similar. Mm-hmm. Um, to, I've seen okay, that. They're very similar. Yeah. Um, then you have um, the Georgia virtual school. Georgia virtual school is more of a credit recovery or um, 
it's there to for kids that want to, I guess, get advanced on their completing their diploma for high school mm -hmm. and middle school. So they're able to actually go in and either do credit recovery for classes that they've failed or take classes that they're going to have to take in the future and then go ahead and get them knocked out so they can possibly graduate early. Okay. Um, and then um, DeKalb County has an online um, learning um, platform and Gwinnett County is five. I forgot about Gwinnett County. Gwinnett County actually has an online campus as well. Okay. And um, the I'll ha in the fall I'll actually have four students that will be in the Gwinnett online campus mm -hmm. program. I'll still have one with uh, Georgia Connections Academy and Marco's going back to Rick Hey, Marco. <laughs> Marco's going back. He's going back to me. It's been an interesting experience, and I can I can speak personally from um, a parent's point yes. of view from um, working with him this year. It was not easy, mm. and even being a, a certified teacher, it was still not easy. Yes, and, and not that I had three, two other students that I was working with because I worked with Marco solely for four three to four hours in the morning before I even went to my Man. second stop, and so it's just that 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 our personalities and, and, and when you hear teachers say that they can't teach their own child yeah it's true it's true it's true it's true, it's true. wow mm -hmm. so he's going back into <laughs> going yes. back to a building he actually got accepted to um, Genesis Genesis Academy of Innovation which is a new charter school in East Atlanta nice so we're, we're excited about that nice yeah so um, we only have five of these virtual schools in the state yes they they seem to be all in our nucleus, like within the Atlanta area. Is that a safe assumption? That is. Um, Georgia Connections Academy is headquartered actually in Duluth. Okay. But, but still. The, again, they cover, they, they have students all over the state. Understood. And so even when they have field trips, they, they plan field trips throughout the year um, in different areas of the state. The parents decide whether or not they're going to drive or whether or not they're going mm -hmm. to go to go on that field trip. Right. Um, we just had our end of the school event, um, mm -hmm. which is a big celebration. Right. And the whole, of course, the whole school was invited, but you know those people that were in the area, those people who chose to travel, right. to Lilburn, um, actually came, and so they they had um, hot dogs and chips and drinks for the kids, and um, the bouncy houses and the DJ mm -hmm. and just and a gaming truck. They had all of this, and they gave they gave away T-shirts, and the kids got a chance to actually see each other, right. live and direct, right. versus over Being the virtual. Computer. Mm -hmm. What do we what do we gain by our kids being learned uh, taught virtually? Is there any gain or advantage in that? The the advantage that I could that I I saw mm -hmm. is that number one, the kids do get to to, to work at their own pace. Okay, they do get, get a chance to work at their own pace. Okay, um, you have kids that actually finish will we'll work on one subject for a straight amount of time and maybe finish that one subject so that they can check that off for okay. the semester and okay. focus on the other subjects that they may mm -hmm. have a little bit more trouble or need more time with. Okay. Um, the other part about it is the flexibility. The two other students that I work with are actually soccer players. Okay. And um, one is um, a ninth grader and he's actually being, being told it, being um, um, what do you call it? Suited by um, Atlanta United mm, at the moment. Already? Yes, 14. And so he is um, in training during the morning. Wow. So the, the schooling, virtual schooling, actually works Helps. in its favor. Okay. For, and then there's other children. There's a, I know when we went to field day, there was a, a little girl who was a gymnast. Mm -hmm. So it just works. It yes. works for a lot of their schedule yes. and the flexibility. Yes. Yes. So. And then possibly parents that travel. Yes. Right? So yes. now their kids are getting what they need virtually and their kids can come along with them right. as they travel because of their job or their right. business or whatever. So it's just an innovative way to, right. versus the home schooling because the homeschooling was either someone came along with you to homeschool your child or you as the parent did that right yes so yes. now the virtual thing is parents can kind of be somewhat hands off a little or no not really because they have to still make sure that the work is getting, getting done, done that the, the child is logging in right that they're actually showing up for their live lessons mm -hmm. and 
keeping notes and making sure that their assignments are done and that they're done correctly um, and taking attendance. The parents are responsible for making sure that the attendance is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, the teachers, on the other hand, they grade the papers still. They make sure all the paperwork is done. Um, if there's any shortcomings or any limit, if they spot any limitations, just like in a brick-and-mortar school, if mm-hmm. the teacher spots any limitations, they go through the process of, of of, of making sure that that child has been given any type of interventions to help them out to get through the school year successfully. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a brick and mortar school. It's just that the kids don't get it. They don't have to get up and ride the bus or, to school yeah, yeah. or, um, you know, or deal with some of the, the extreme ex- external things that go along with being in the brick and yeah. mortar school. So there, and there are a lot of kids that, um, when we went to orientation in August, um, they went around the room and asked, you know, asked parents if they wanted to share why they chose, you know, virtual learning mm-hmm. versus brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. And several of the parents said that there were a lot of distractions in the classroom. Mm. A lot of distractions. Sign me up. Things weren't getting done. <laughs> and so, you know, anything from bullying to, mm. you know, even, you know, we hear the, the same phrase, the teacher doesn't like me, the school right. doesn't like me, that kind of thing. Any of those things. But, parent, but the thing about it, and I, I, I I can't say this enough with virtual learning is that when parents decide to make this decision, they have to be responsible and accountable and they have to make sure that their child is responsible and accountable. It does not change. It Mm. does not change. That Mm. part does not change. Mm. You have to be there. It may even be a little bit more. Yes. Maybe a little bit more because I guess in the child's mind, we're going to use Christopher. I like him. Mm hmm. (laughs) <laughs> We're going to use him. He would probably think, wow, I don't have to go to school anymore immediately. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the whole room says, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the whole room says, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yes. immediately says, I don't, mm, I don't have to go to school anymore. Mommy, what are we going to do today? Right. He probably would take that route. So it'd be reconditioning his mind. I think there has to be, and it could be, I'm using my son as an example, a level of maturity within the child to understand that this is still a huge responsibility mm-hmm. for you to get what you need academically and through education. It's not a, it's not a school break. You, right. you don't automatically stop becoming a child and become a kid, uh, stop becoming a kid and become an adult because you're not going on a school bus to school anymore. Right. So it's a huge sacrifice for the whole village involved to make sure that he continues to get what he needs right. online with this virtual learning. Right. It's just, um, but what I do like uh, what you're saying it's attractive in the sense that he's very easily distracted. He's a busybody. He's just everywhere. They put him in different parts of the classroom, and he's mm-hmm. he's still he's looking in the hallway because it's a big school. Do so we he's have the same son. Yeah, (laughs) I think so in some regard because he's looking in the hallway and he's not focusing on taking his test and then he wants to help the teacher and he it's all of these different things and so the school system is very quick and we've talked about this offline to label kids like that and call them something and then say you may need some form of medication or you may need to put them in special ed or you may need to do the and it's it's very um, it's hard on a parent because you don't you're like there's nothing wrong with my kid like what's wrong like what is wrong and it's very hard to try to figure out what is the best learning device or environment for your for your child right so I'm glad that there's different options but the the warning is you have to remain diligent yes right yes. so here's where I, here's some questions here so do we really you've been you've taught in various different platforms and environments. Mm-hmm. I truly respect you. You got it going on. You've been everywhere, Val, in yeah. teaching. Just about. You've done it. Yeah. So do you, how important is this gaming program? How does it help kids, ideally, from your viewpoint? As Kristen mentioned before, um, even going in the classroom, educators are trying to find that hook mm. to keep kids engaged. Right. And 
we can't always, it's, it, there are limitations in the classroom, especially with core curriculum and having to be on this same path this, at the same time, and it reduces a lot of creativity. Even though there are teachers out there that are doing what they have to do, doing what they must do mm-hmm. to get everything taught within the time limits that they have, um, getting that hook to, to, to reel them in and actually relate to what their minds are, where their minds are when they're in school, because... Ninety-seven percent of the time is not on schoolwork. It's on yes. It's on. Did y'all see that YouTube video? <laughs> World star hip hop. I mean, you know, all of that. It's it's, it's their minds are not on school. Mm. So um, to pull in something that is there in in their in their repertoire as far as their memory and in their knowledge, their realm of knowledge, to pull something in and then slide in the strategies and how they can relate those things to how they how they can do well in school right or do, make better choices in life right in general. right um it's a beautiful thing it's a win-win and then on top of learning the strategies the the reading comprehension that mm-hmm. that becomes involved in that too mm-hmm. um it's big you yeah know? and the kids don't realize that they're I mean, they don't. They don't. When we in, in a classroom, when the teacher says, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we got to do reading comprehension," the kids are like, oh. <laughs> but you put a comic book in front of them. You put a comic book in front of them. Have them give them tell them they've got ten minutes to read as much as they can, right? And come back and tell what they what they remember from from what happened in the comic book. Oh, they're on it. Yes, they're on it. Yeah, because it's it, it it's feeding their interest. Mm-hmm. It's feeding their interest. Mm-hmm. And so, with versus alternative, I I I just when he started working on it, I was like, this is this is great. Yeah, this is this is big. This is big. This is really big. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had had to be a part. You had to. You just had to be a part of it. You just had to be a part of it. All right. I waited until he gave me permission, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about next steps um, for gaming, for uh, versus alternative for versus uh, uh, realm everything where do we see it what what do you need from the people how can we support you how can people get at you all of that when we return in the back we'll be back in a few minutes thanks stay connected at urbanmusicreport.com for the hottest music features and videos fashion reports sports stories entertainment news and technology updates at urbanmusicreport.com stay connected Hi, welcome back to part three of RCR uh, Presents Real Discussions. I'm your host, Michelle Dosbert, and today's topic is Kids Are People Too. We're talking about programs that are designed to help stimulate the kids' minds. And so we had a very interesting green talk conversation, green room conversation. I'm not telling you none of that. That's none of, none of your, you don't need to hear that, but it was very enlightening for me. What I do want to talk about real quickly, little housekeeping notes, is... Um, the number you guys are not calling 478-569-6474 if you have any questions for my guest today also you saw some really cool commercials you did thank you uh donna hogan donna hogan sells if you guys have any real estate needs whether you're buying or selling in the atlanta community or surrounding areas of atlanta feel free to give donna hogan a call her number is 404-787-6599 and then you also saw a commercial for the Atlanta Ice Cream Festival that is coming up in July. It is the 7th annual, 7th annual Atlanta Ice Cream Festival. Um, It is very big. It's very fun. It's very family friendly and oriented. It is here in Atlanta in Piedmont Park. It's on Saturday, June 22nd. Please bring your family. Come out. It's free to come to the event. Any ice cream you eat, you'll have to pay for that. So, yes, it'll be um, very diverse in flavors and how ice cream is done and it's music and events and house music will be played in the park every year. Yes, yes, yes. So feel free free to save the date and make sure you come out to support that and another thing that I've been holding out on and I don't know if my producer will find the thing, the image she will because she's very good for the record for the record, for the record yes, that is a music 
uh, Park Jam held June 4th, Sunday, June 4th in Piedmont Park. I am one of the event planners, if you will, like event sponsor, something. Yeah, my titles change every time I collaborate with different uh, entities. I'm always excited. Um, wonderful, skilled DJs that will be playing here. So come on out. It's family friendly. It's um, curated by Tor Torres and DJ Ross, and we got Empress Ra, the DJ Bree, we have uh, DJ Deb, so it's going to be really good, and DJ Aquaria. So come on out, mark your calendars, June 4th, Sunday. We're going to rock from 12 to 8, give or take, right? So there it is, you see it for the record, Atlanta Park Jam, so at Piedmont Park. So there, those are my housekeeping notes. Thank you. And Val, yes. you have something going on. Please share and tell the people. I see you pulling up. Tell yeah. them. Oh, yes. Um, we are actually going to be part of a teen summit coming up on June 3rd. Mm. So we can get serious on Saturday. Yeah, and party. And party on Sunday. Nice. Yes. <laughs> well, the, the teen summit is actually entitled um, I Am Oz Overcoming Zeros. Mm. And it's being sponsored by the Family Dynamic Foundation. And um, what it is, is it's mentors and inspirational speakers mm -hmm. to, coming together um, to give young people. People, the tools that they need to help them sit well the, the, the line the tagline is mentors inspiration and solid tools to right. help guide you on your personal yellow brick road to success nice and uh, more information can be found on Facebook mm -hmm. um, they can just search for I am Oz mm -hmm. or loving me more and um, they should get the, the information should pop up and the mm -hmm. and all of that I was hoping that um, the Actually, this this is a project that's been spearheaded by a cousin of mine. Right. Actually, a captain with the Atlanta Fire Department. Nice. And um, she has worked really, really hard to get this together and um, pull the youth in. Mm -hmm. um, and it's geared. It's for the focus age group is from nine to seventeen. Right. And um, they're just trying. We're, we're trying to do yeah our part. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, Kristen will be he'll, he'll be hosting two sessions. Mm -hmm. Nice. Beautiful. Very nice. So I am Oz, like the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Follow the yellow brick road yes. to success in your future. Okay. We empower you with the right tools so you can make the right decisions. And I, I made a donation. So if you can't attend... Feel free to make a donation because I did check it out. So you can make a donation no matter how, no, it's no amount too small. No. Please feel free. So, because sometimes you can't be everywhere, but you think it's a very good concept. Mm -hmm. So, if you want to donate um, any kind of monetary contributions to this, this will be great. I'm looking at Val with this one eye over my glasses because next year she'll tell Cuz that I could come be a speaker. Ding ding. Right. Did was I right on yes, the head? Yes. On that yes, right on yes, the head on that so yes, that's how we do that yes. I want to um, tip my hat to people that are in um, the service community because I heard your cousin's a fire uh, firefighter and mm -hmm. still wanting to do something outside of that realm um, for those that are listening to us for the first time Chris is another person too he's a police officer and this is something he's passionate about the gaming concept outside of what he does and just public service and just serving us as a community so I want to thank those people that are always doing above and above and beyond what is expected of them. So thank you for that. Um, a lot of good information here about the gaming. I think it enlightened some of the listeners because they might have thought it was a man's thing or maybe didn't understand what it really was about. But I think because you guys want to put more of an informative and educational and a, a light-hearted, competitive kind of edge and spirit to it, and I like like what Chris says, a sense of belonging, um, because people always want that. They want to be accepted, appreciated. They want to be a leader. They want to be um, in a place, in a space where people are thinking and acting similar to them, especially at the ages we're talking about, 12 to 17, very impressionable um, ages, right? Because uh, we're going through changes just as human beings, right? Girls are going through their changes. Guys are going through theirs. And so we're looking for places and spaces and things that we can be ourselves and um, and to be accepted. So I, I think you know I tip my hat to you guys for doing this. Where do you see this 
in the next six months or maybe a year from now. Let's just be fair because I know I want to respect the fact that you want to put out a good program. It is a good program. The concept is really good. And certain things can't be rushed regardless of the urgency of people saying they want it, the demand that is there. We know that there's a demand. You want to make sure that the foundation and the framework is done properly so that it's solid. So, um, with that being the case, where do you see this in a year from now, um, Chris? Um, definitely, definitely, definitely um, see it to where um, we'll be. We'll have a finalized location, hopefully at North Carolina. Okay. okay, okay. And by this time, we'll have a team, hopefully. Mm-hmm. To where um, I pretty much spearhead the versus round portion, the the more of the brick and mortar portion, and Val will spearhead the versus alternative and the educational portion. Mm. So that's just that's 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 just in a quick summary. Of yeah. Summing up, that's just you know just um, versus alternative will be the more um, go out and get into the the community mm-hmm. the, the parts which I was I'll, I'll be taking part in as well mm-hmm. but you know uh, just final getting those two concepts tacked down yes and then once we get those times within the year actual location and an actual mobilize uh, you know get a van so we can carry mm. stuff around yeah and, um, just yeah. Work the concept. I forgot about the mobility piece. Val, yeah. Talk, I, I, yeah. I, I told Kristen I wanted a bus. I want a mobile unit <laughs> that we can roll, an RV that we can roll with. We can go anywhere we want yeah. to, to reach out to any, you know, there's no. The RVs will have the laptops and everything. Nice. That's, that's you can't goal. see that's, them. They smiling. They so happy but, talking about this. Yeah, it's all right. I, but I'm like, okay. Yeah, but yeah, you gotta have goals. The mobility is awesome. We didn't we didn't even talk about that in this conversation. So being able to bring gaming to different neighborhoods at any given time, that's hot. Like so you can hit festivals and schools and after school carnivals and schoolyards and carnivals and just And then with people. the and with the mobile thing and the mobile concept is more to like we said, with the more the brick and mortar location being the North Cap Mall, like you was mentioning, Southeast Atlanta, and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. So if the bus is able to go into an apartment complex or yes. a small neighborhood and yes. put signs up and turn the lights on, and mm-hmm. kids are able to just come up and take part. Yes. That that's that's a that's I don't think that's a year in a year, mm-hmm. but that's a long term goal. Well, we got we we, we got this. Yeah, banner. working on. We, well, we we ordered a banner, and um, it's actually this huge banner, and it came in the ma- mail last week, week before, and I was so excited. I went ahead and ripped it open <laughs> and opened it up in the ki- in his kitchen, and this huge thing just pops out, and I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna get it back in the bag. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna get it back in the bag. It's it's gorgeous. It's wonderful. It's it's really nice. Uh-huh. I don't know how I'm going to get it back. Uh, we got to figure that out. I had, to, I had to work out that night to get it back. Yeah. Back. Yeah. And I, and, cool. and I think the mobility piece is very exciting because as the brick and mortar is being established and finalized, you know, the mobility could be just a rented van. It could just be whatever it is. And you throw out some, t- put out some tables and chairs and you start out small because people need something to do. Um, you know what I mean? And with technology being so advanced mm-hmm. now, you know, that's that's the that's 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 the more realistic version that I'm mm-hmm. seeing within the year. I, I'm loving the the big bus and doing all that's mm-hmm. what I want. Mm-hmm. But um, getting a van, getting some tables and chairs in there, getting some more of those pop up signs that she's talking mm-hmm. about, and just getting like a little portable hub that for internet, and just rolling it out. Yeah, anybody who wants to come and take part. Just come on. That's 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 what we're doing. How to do, and then what we'll do is we'll start doing 
pre-advertising. Yes. At the school. Yes. And the neighbors say, hey, we're going to be coming to your neighborhood next Tuesday or whatever the case may be. So, mm-hmm. you know, and the kids, if, if they really enjoyed it, that, you know, that'll be something they'll look forward to. Kind of like the ice cream, ice cream man back in the day. Yes. Ice cream. Ice cream music yes. 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 Means you know to come out with your money. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get some theme music. You got to get theme music. <laughs> got to have a whole lot of stuff. But yes, this time next year, you're going to be very busy because at the end of the year, schools typically, or even communities, always want to celebrate kids making it through the end of the school year. Um, and something like this would be great because then they can, you, you're doing it outdoors. Their parents can get involved. Their grandma seeing what's going on. And then that spearheads the conversation or the energy to continue to do it throughout the summer. And, and that's how you captivate the hearts of many people. So that's, that's going to be pretty awesome. How can people find you or stay in touch and see how you're growing and developing? What's the best? Okay. He's telling me, look this way. Val, how can people get at you guys? The best way (laughs) to get in touch with us is right now Facebook. Okay. Yeah, we are on Facebook. Um, Just do a search for VS Alternative. Mm -hmm. And... um, just shoot us a message okay. on, um, on face through Facebook. We do have an email. Mm-hmm. Um, the email is is versus alternatives with an S. Okay. Um, the organization is versus alternative without the S, but the email is versus alternatives at gmail dot com. Okay. Um, those are pretty much the two best ways. We're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, just again, search for versus alternatives. Oh eight oh three sixteen. That's the date of our inception. Nice. Yes. So um, we're there, and um, you know, once we get the the youth involved, get more youth, and get established, we'll we'll let them handle Snapchat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Facebook, and I yeah, I'm good. Yeah. So that's where we are right now. Yeah. And and you got you guys got some pilots in your future. Yeah. My wheels are spinning. Um. Shouts out to Soul Spin Studios, Trey West, right? Um, because he goes into the communities, and I've been trying to get him on the show. Yeah, Trey, I'm kind of right. No, I've been trying to get him, and the schedule doesn't allow it, but he believes in what we're doing here, and he would love to bring the kids on the show. But he goes into our urban communities, and he teaches our kids how to DJ in their community center. And I see a partnership where you guys can periodically partner together together because he takes that concept at the end of the year and he gives a party to the neighborhood and the kids DJ and they manage the whole entire party um, he empowers the kids to be leaders even in that role something as simple as DJing he does that and I'm, I'm, I'm always impressed by his program and what he does and I think this would be a great collaboration periodically whenever you guys um, are, are ready to do so especially the mobile concept where you guys come and, and bring it to the, the, the neighborhoods that there are a hosts of people waiting for you guys to bring this so don't think that the audience isn't there it's just really you guys um, putting it on the calendar and, and, and getting out there because people want it we need it we need it we need it we need it so yeah so thank you guys I want to thank you guys for coming and sharing and talking with us. This was very informative, right? Right. So they can get at you at Gmail, yes. Instagram, Facebook. We got some big things coming on the horizon. We're not going to rush. Yeah, what else you got? Um, we're also... I, I, I got to get the okay and approval, but looking at, <laughs> looking at um, another Atlanta Streets Alive, which is actually going to be on the west side in June. This okay. Month. I think it's this month. Okay. And... Um, and there, and maybe another play day. Maybe, maybe another play day. We're right. a contact point. Well, just keep us posted. Let us know. Yeah. Feel free to put things on Real Chicks Rock. Tag it on my page. Whatever you need to do to help get the word out, because we just want to empower our children. We want to get them where they need to be before somebody else puts their hands on them and try to manipulate them in some kind of way. So it's important that we do what we need to do to get them, to protect them, to give them the environment that they need of love and empowerment because they definitely have the tools inside of them. They don't know that they have it yet. So I think I totally believe in what you're doing because I I see leadership and analytical thinking and just having fun and helping people think outside of the box is is another thing that this is going to offer. So thank you for coming and sharing. I'm going to wrap up with some more housekeeping notes because that's what I do. 
Right. Yes. Hi, I'm back. So, yes, we got a lot of things going on in June for Real Chicks Rock. Again, I want to thank my guests for coming today. Yes, we've been empowered. But we have things going on. Please follow us on all the social media platforms. Thank you guys that have been watching the show listening to the replays, etc. Subscribe to the channel. If you do not have the InstinctRadio.net app, please load it, download it, so this way when we take breaks and we're playing commercials and doing the music, you can be a part of the entire show without any Facebook interruptions, right? That just makes a lot of sense. Again, a lot of things going on. For your real estate needs, reach out to Donna Hogan. We love Donna Hogan. Donna Hogan sells. If you have any questions about putting your house on the market, selling, buying, Atlanta is booming. If you haven't noticed, every corner something is being built on your screen. So we thank you. We thank you for all the support and listening to us. And until next time, continue to rock on. Take care. Stay connected at UrbanMusicReport.com for the hottest music features and videos, fashion reports, sports stories, entertainment news, and technology updates at UrbanMusicReport.com. Stay connected.